Welcome to the Faith Lift Radio Podcast, where doubt is destroyed and your faith is lifted. Here's today's message from Dr. Glenn. Are you ready for God's Word? If you are ready for God's Word, lift up those holy hands to God with me right now and say with me, I am ready for the Word of the living God. Father, we want to give you praise today as we go to your word, that your word is already blessed, that your word will always be blessed, that your word is the answer to all of our life's issues. And so we thank you this week as we go into this brand new week, just before Christmas, we thank you, Lord, that we are going to have a fantastic time in your word. In Jesus' name, everybody say amen. I hope you got your pen and your paper. You know, as a matter of fact, you know what I did? Well, I was in Mauritius when I was a little boy. This is one of the notebooks that we had uh, that uh, when we used to go to school as a little boy. So I bought it just as to reminisce and start to write in it because I just love it. You know, my wife thought I was like, she looked at me because what are you buying this for? You got plenty of notebooks in America. I said, yeah, I know. But this one is what I grew up with. So praise the Lord. All right. Got you. I hope you got your pen and paper. Your notebook and your paper, we got a lot of things to write today. Praise God. Can you say amen? So we're talking to you about the secrets of divine direction, uh, how to hear the voice of the Lord. All right, so we're going to use two uh, scripture as, uh, as foundation to this. So let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 14. We're going to read verse 10 to verse 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 10 to verse 11, and then John chapter 10 and verse 27. Okay. All right. So what does Paul say here? He says in verse 10, there are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world. And I need you to underline that. There are many voices in the world, and they are all vying for your attention. Let me say it again. There are many voices in the world. All these voices are vying for your attention. And Paul says that none of them is without signification. Verse 11 now, he says, Therefore, if I know not the meaning of the voice, I shall be unto him that speaketh a barbarian. And he that speaketh shall be a barbarian unto me. Ladies and gentlemen, this is our present dilemma. There are many voices in the world, but the most important voice that matters is the voice of God. Let me say it again. There are many voices in the world. There's the voice of your experience. There's the voice of education. There's the voice of your family. There's the voice of your husband. There's the voice of your wife. There's the voice of, uh, of, of, of uh, so-called experts. But none of these matter but the voice of God. The voice of God is the most important voice. In fact, I want you to look in your Bible, please, in the book of Revelation. Let's go to the book of Revelation chapter 5. Revelation chapter 5. I want to show you something here. Revelation in chapter 5. Let me get this Bible here. I got me a lot of French Bible, and I got me a lot of English Bible too. So, <clears throat> Revelation chapter 5. And John the Revelator says something to hear, to us here that I want you to look at and pay attention to. 
As a matter of fact, we, you know what? We're going to look at Revelation chapter 4. Revelation chapter 4, verse 1. He says, After this I looked, and behold, a door was opened in heaven, and the first voice which I heard was, as it were, of a trumpet talking to me, which said, Come up higher, and I will show you things which must be hereafter. And then the Bible says, The first voice which I heard spoken to me, clear as a trumpet, said to me, Come up higher, and I will show you the future. Do you want a strong prayer life? Does your prayer life frustrate you? Do you want to know how to spend one hour with God, but don't know how to pray for one hour? Well, I have the answers to your question. You need to get my book, Prayer Coach. Prayer Coach will lead you into a productive and powerful prayer life. Call 502-523-4407 or go to my website, glenorecchion.org. Call 502-523-4407 or go to glenorecchion.org. You need to get my book, uh, Prayer Coach. Notice what John the Revelator said. He said, the first voice which I heard. Now, you couple that, ladies and gentlemen, with what Paul just said. There are so many voices in the world. But what is the first voice? What is the primary voice that you listen to? Because the first voice that you give attention to will either bind you or liberate you. If the first voice that you give attention to is the voice of God, it will liberate and free you. But if the first voice that you heed is the voice of negative experience, that will keep you in a bind. Are you listening? So what is the first voice or whose voice is the first in your life? Are you hearing me, saints? And when you hear God's voice first, it will take you up higher. He says, come up higher and I will show you things to come. Can you say amen? Praise God forever. All right, now, so he says there are many voices. Let me read that to you from the Passion Translation. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 10 and verse 11. <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm going to read from verse 10 to verse 12 um, from the Passion Translation. I suppose that the world has all sorts of languages and each conveys meaning to the ones who speak it. But I am like a foreigner if I don't understand the language. And the speaker will be like a foreigner to me. And that's what's happening among you. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the source of our problem. Many of us, we are like when God's speaking to us, we're like barbarian. We can't understand what he's saying. And God seems like a barbarian because we can't understand what he's saying. Are you listening to me now? And this is the boat where many believers find themselves in is that they cannot and they do not know how to discern the voice of God. The voice of God is extremely important for your success. Now, John chapter 10 and verse 27. 
John chapter 10 and verse 27. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. My sheep, now put your hand on your heart and say this, said Jesus, the good shepherd, the great shepherd, the chief shepherd has said, my sheep knows my voice and they will follow me. They hear my voice. They know my voice and they follow me. So says with me, I am his sheep. I hear his voice and I know his voice. Say it again, please. I am his sheep. I know his voice. I hear his voice and I follow him. Ladies and gentlemen, when you are following the voice of God, you are following divine direction. When you are following God's voice, you are receiving divine guidance. Can you say amen? Praise God forevermore. Now, two of the most important things that you, the believer, can learn and must master once you have been born again, there are two things that you've got to know. I mean, a lot of things. But two predominant things that will set you on the road to success. Number one, you've got to know how to walk by faith. The just shall live by faith. And number two, you've got to know how to walk in the spirit. And walking in the spirit is a big subject, but we will put the accent on or the emphasis on following divine direction, discerning the voice of the Lord. There are many voices clamoring for your attention, vying for your attention. You're going to have to shut down all the other voices so that the voice that matters is his voice. Can you lift up your hands with me right now? And say with me, his voice makes the difference. <clears throat> say it again. His voice makes the difference. Praise God. Why is that important? Why is God's voice important? Yeah, God wants to speak to you. God's voice is your access to the supernatural. My, my, my. Can you lift up your hands with me and say this with me? God's voice is my access to the supernatural. God's voice is my access to victory. God's voice is my access to the mind of Christ. God's voice will result in a heavenly invasion upon earthly domain. God's voice will enable your access to the spirit realm. God's voice unleashes signs, wonders, and miracles. <coughs> God's voice will eliminate <coughs> frustration. God's voice is the light at the end of the tunnel. Praise be to Jesus. God's voice is the foundation for boldness 
and you being unintimidated, God's voice will break chains and God's voice will defeat, will be the defeat of your enemy. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? You want me to say it again? Do you want me to say it again? My, my, my. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Praise God. Glory be to God. I'm going to give you this 11 things again. Can you write this down? Glory to God. You want me to say it again? Number one, God's voice is your access to the supernatural. Number two, God's voice is your access to victory. Number three, God's voice is your access to the mind of Christ. Number four, God's voice will result in a heavenly invasion upon earthly domain. Number five, God's voice enables your access to the spirit realm. Praise God. Number six, God's voice unleashes miracle signs and wonders. Number seven, God's voice eliminates frustration. God's voice eliminates frustration and confusion. Number eight, glory to God. God's voice is the light at the end of the tunnel. Praise God. In a, you're in a dark place. You are in a dark place and you can't see no light. Just like in the book of Genesis. There was darkness upon the face of the deep, but God said, let there be light. The Hebrew says, God said, light be. Wherever there's God's voice, God's word, there is light. Praise God. Number nine, God's voice is the foundation of your boldness, your confidence, and you stop being intimidated by people. Number 10, God's voice will break chains and shackles. Glory to God and the brass. Uh, the, 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 the iron bars and the, and the gates of brass, glory to God. And number 11, God's voice is the defeat of your enemy. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? You want me to say it again? Glory to God, because some of you right now, your, your pain is on fire. Glory to God. <coughs> let, me, <coughs> let me say it again. God's voice, number one. Is your access to the supernatural. Number two, God's voice is your access to victory. Number three, God's voice is your access to the mind of Christ. Number four, God's voice will result in a heavenly invasion upon earthly domain. Number five, God's voice enables your access to the spiritual realm, to the spirit realm. Number six, God's voice unleashes miracle signs and wonders. Number seven, God's voice will eliminate frustration and confusion. Number eight, God's voice is the light at the end of the tunnel. Praise God. Number nine, God's voice is the foundation of your boldness, confidence, and you stop being intimidated by other people. It is the end of intimidation. Praise God. Number 10, God's voice will break chains and shackles. And number 11, God's voice is the defeat of your enemy. Can you say amen? Can you lift up your hands right now and say with me, God's voice in my life is the defeat, is the end of my enemies. Praise God. <coughs> Where do we get that? Look at Isaiah chapter 30. Isaiah chapter 30. Glory to God. And let's look at verse 31 together. Look what Isaiah says. For through the voice of the Lord shall the Assyrian be beaten down which smote with a rod. Did you hear that? <clears throat> Look what Isaiah says. Isaiah 30 and verse 31. For through the voice of the Lord shall the Assyrian, who were the enemies of Israel, who was making life miserable for Israel, but through the voice of the Lord shall the Assyrian, the enemy, number one, be beaten down, which smote with a rod. The voice of God will be the rod that destroys the rod of the enemy. Can you say amen? I said it. I said it now. Listen to me very carefully. My, my, my. 
I said the voice of God will be the rod that smites the rod that has been smiting you. Then you say amen, glory, 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 glory be to God. Somebody shout hallelujah. That's why we say God's voice is the defeat of your enemy. And you say amen, praise God forevermore. So let this be your prayer today. What's going to be your prayer today? Well, you'll find it in Mark chapter 7. Let's look at Mark chapter 7, verse 32 till verse 34. Mark chapter 10, Mark chapter 7, please, verse 32 till verse 34. What says the word of God? And let this be your prayer today. Glory to God forever. Mark 7, 32. And they bring unto him one that was deaf and had an impediment in speech. If you can't hear right, you can't talk right. Let me say it again. If you can't hear right, you can't talk right. The reason why so many believers are not talking right is because they can't hear right. All right. <clears throat> They're not hearing God and the voice of God sounds like a foreigner to them. And so they bring unto him one that was deaf and he had an impediment in his speech and they beseech him to put his hand upon him. <clears throat> and Jesus took him aside from the multitude. Did you, did you see that? He took him away from the multitude. He took him away from the multitude. He took him away from the multitude. Your problem is that there are too many things around you, too many voices. And he took him aside from the multitude and put his fingers in his ears and his spit and touched his tongue. And Jesus looked up to heaven's side and said, Ephatha, Ephatha, that is be open. Let that be your prayer today. Come on, put your hand in your ears today. I hope you can hear me. Praise God. Don't completely shut your hearing and say, Oh Lord, amen, Ephatha, let my ears be open to hear the voice of God. Come on, say, Oh Lord, I speak the word of the Lord, Ephatha, let my ears be now open to hear the, the voice of the Lord. Can you say amen? Glory to God forevermore. Amen. Ephatha, let me prophesy on you today. Ephatha, glory to God, let your ears be open to hear the voice of the Lord. Can you say amen? Let that be your prayer today. Because when you hear right, you will speak right. Glory to God forever. <coughs> now, ladies and gentlemen, before I do anything else today, I want to give you uh, just a little heads up. Praise God. In my studies of the word, there are myriad ways whereby God can speak to people. You know, God spoke to Balaam through a donkey. Ain't that right? Ain't that right? God spoke to Balaam through a donkey. Well, so God can use multitude ways to speak to you. But let me give you right now seven predominant ways that God will speak to you. Seven predominant ways that God will speak to you. That is a bonus. Glory to God. But you got to write it down because I'm going to go as fast as I can. Glory to God forever. Number one, God will speak to you through his word. Praise God. Through the B-I-B-L-E. Reading time. Amen. Is God speaking time. Reading time. Word reading time is God speaking to you time. So number one, God will speak to you through his word. Number two, God will speak to you through the voice of the Holy Spirit. That's what I call the, the audible, the inaudible, audible voice of God. The voice of the Holy Spirit. You hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's what I call the what? The inaudible, audible voice of God. Praise God. 
Number three, God will speak to you through what is known as the inner witness of your spirit. You just know something in your belly. Amen. John put it this way, the anointing which you have received, but the unction which you have received, and you know all things. So that's the inner witness with your spirit. <clears throat> Paul put it this way, the spirit bears witness with our spirit. So number three, God speaks to you through the inner witness of the spirit. Number four, God will speak to you through dreams and visions. God will speak to you through what? Dreams and visions. Praise God. Number five, God will speak to you through prayer. Prayer is not just a monologue. Prayer is a dialogue. God will speak back to you. Number six, God will speak to you through his prophets and through his servants and pastors. Can you say amen? And number seven, God will speak to you supernaturally, audibly. Amen. It can be through an audible voice of God. It can be through an angelic visitation. These are the seven ways. Now, how many of you want me to say it again? Amen. How many of you want me to say it again? All right. If you want me to say it again, say yes, and I'll say it again slowly for you. <coughs> Thank you, Jesus. While I wait for you to answer, I'm going to have a sip of water. Thank you, Jesus. Why, there you go. Glory to God. There's seven ways that God will speak to you. Seven predominant ways that God will speak to you. Ms. Bonnie is God. She's a genius. Through number one, through his word. <clears throat> number two, through the voice of the Holy Ghost. That's the inaudible, audible voice of God. Amen. You hear it in your spirit. It's loud, but nobody else can hear it. Are you listening? Number three, through the inner witness of your spirit. You just know things. You just know something. Praise God. You have a red light or a green light. Praise God. Number four, through dreams and visions. It can also be a trance. Number five, through prayer. Praise God. Amen. Number six, through his prophets, through his servants and pastors. And number seven, through the audible voice of God, through a supernatural means, which means the audible voice of God or an angelic visitation. Praise God forever. Praise God forever. Amen. So you've got it down now to seven predominant ways that God speaks to you. Let me say it again. Number one, through his word. Number two, through the voice of of the Holy Spirit, that is what I call the inaudible, audible voice of God. Number three, through the inner witness of the Spirit. Number four, through dreams and visions. Number five, through prayer. Number six, through the prophets, servants, and pastors, and so on and so on. And number seven, through God will speak to you supernaturally, either audibly, you hear the audible voice of God, or through an angelic visitations. Praise the Lord. Can you say amen? All right, now. So what is important to do now? Well, let's go to Proverbs chapter 20. Proverbs chapter 20. Like I said, you got, I hope you got your pen and paper today. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Proverbs chapter 20. We're going to read verse 27. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. I am Glenn O'Reckon. I'm so glad that you are listening to my podcast. If you want to deepen your understanding of God's Word, all you've got to do is go to my website. There'll be many articles to bless you there. And you can also follow me on social media. You can connect with me on Facebook when I teach live on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday when I'm not traveling. So join me on Facebook. Join me on YouTube. But I'm so glad that you are listening to my podcast. 
And when you go to my website, there will also be many books that are available to you that will change your life. All you're going to do is go to glenorekion.org. Now, if you need prayer, call 502-523-4407, and we are ready to pray for you. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. Did you hear that? The spirit of man is the candle or the lamp or the light bulb of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of the belly. All right. Now, so I want you to do is to write the word spirit and then write the word candle. Oh, write the word spirit equals candle. Well, what do you do? What do you use the candle for? Well, you remember in the olden days, they would use a candle to take ahead of them. All right, you don't put a candle behind you. You put a candle ahead of you. All right, to lead you, to give you the light, to give you direction. Well, the Bible says the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. So your spirit has got to be ahead of your emotions. Your spirit has got to be ahead of your body. God will lead you by your spirit through his Holy Spirit. Did you hear that? Okay. Now, with that said, with you understanding that the spirit of man, the human spirit, the reborn, recreated human spirit, is the candle of the Lord. That's how he will lead you. Now, let's go to Psalms 18 and verse 28. Psalms 18 and verse 28. <clears throat> you will light my candle. So, what's your candle? Your spirit. You will light my spirit. Well, how will God light your spirit? Well, how do you light a candle? You use a match. All right? Now, the entrance of his word bringeth light. Right? Just like you will use a matchstick and you to give you light, to light up your candle. The moment you go to God's word, every time you go to God's word, it's like the old-fashioned, you're striking the match, to light up, to light up your spirit man. Did you hear that? Okay. Now, for you will light my candle. <clears throat> you will light my spirit through his word, through the Holy Spirit, through a dream and a vision, through prayer, through a prophetic word. You hear me now, saints? He says, you will light my spirit. The Lord will enlighten my darkness. Now, by the word darkness, write the word chaos. Chaos. So David finds himself in the chaos. He says, but you will light my spirit. When you find yourself in a situation of darkness, how do you expect to get out? You need a light. Well, Verse 29, for by thee I have run through a troop, and by my God have I leaped over a wall. That was the chaos. There was a troop coming against him, 
surrounding him and they acted like a wall to stop him. But it says, you will light my candle. You will light my spirit man. And because my spirit is lit up, which means I've got direction, now that troop, I can run through it. I'm not going to hide in terror from that troop. I can run through it and jump over the wall. Can you say amen? Praise God. Job 32 and verse 8. <clears throat> Job 32 and verse 8. What are we told here? Job 32 and verse 8. But there is a spirit in man. And the inspiration of the Almighty. By the word inspiration, by the word breath. But the breath of the Almighty gives them understanding. So where will God guide you from, lead you from? From your spirit man. It will take the breath of the Almighty, and that will give you understanding. Now, now, look at this now. Job chapter 29. Job chapter 29. We're going to read from verse 1 to verse 7. Moreover, Job continued his parable. He's reminiscing now. Now, remember, Job had troubles. At the beginning of the book of Job, he's doing fine. Then he gets, he gets struck by Satan. He thinks it is God hurting him, but it's not God because he couldn't see in the realm of the Spirit. When you read the book of Job, when you read the book of Job, <clears throat> you have a panoramic view of what's happening. Job didn't have a panoramic view. Are you listening? He didn't know what was going on in the realm of the spirit. Now, <clears throat> so now he says in verse 2, Oh, that I were as in month, months past as in the days when God preserved me. So he's talking about his uh, former days when he was blessed. When his candle, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, shine upon my head. In other words, my spirit was guiding my head. It was my spirit leading my head, my intellect. Not my intellect leading my spirit, but my spirit leading my intellect. When by his light I walk through darkness. Did you hear that? As I was in the days of my youth, when the secret of God. Did you see that? The secret of God. I want you to write this down. Circle the word secrets of God and then circle the word candle and put a line between the secrets of God and candle. The secrets of God are in your candle. They are in your spirit man. And it takes the word to light up <clears throat> your spirit man. He says, when the secret of God was upon my tabernacle, which is my flesh. So I want you to write this down now. Tabernacle is his flesh. All right. <clears throat> Candle is spirit. All right. Now, <clears throat> look in your Bible, please. When his candle shone upon my head, 
that is his understanding, his intellect, his soul. So you've got body, soul, and spirit. He says, listen, there was a time when God, I was being led by my spirit ahead of my intellect and my body was preserved. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Verse 5, when the Almighty was yet with me, when my children were about me, when I wash my steps with butter. <laughs> All right. And the rock poured me out rivers of oil. Now, look in your Bible, please. <clears throat> butter. Everybody say butter. Come on now, say butter. Say butter, please, and write this down, please. Now, he said, look in your Bible now. When my... When I wash my steps with butter. Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 33. Surely the churning of the milk bringeth forth butter. How do you get butter? You churn the milk. Churn the milk. What did Peter said? As newborn babies desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. The more you meditate upon the word, the more you're churning the milk. You're churning the milk, and the milk will be turned into butter. Now, ladies and gentlemen, he says, when the rock poured me out rivers of oil, milk, butter, oil, milk, you churn it, it becomes butter, butter, you put it on the heat, it turns into oil. Did you hear that? The three stages of the word. Milk, butter, oil. Everybody say with me. Milk, butter, oil. All right. He says, rivers of oil. Verse 7. When I went out to the gate through the city, when I prepared my seat in the street. It is imperative for you to understand this. You want God to speak to you, you've got to know the Word. You've got to know the Word. You've got to meditate upon the milk of the Word. You churn it, it becomes butter, and you go through pressure. Praise the Lord. It becomes into rivers of oil when you are moving with that Word. Can you say amen? Okay, now, let's write a number of things today. What are the values of receiving divine direction? The values of God's leading, the values of hearing God's voice. Number one, write this down, please. Number one, thank you, Jesus. Praise be to the Lord. <clears throat> Number one, God's leading, God's or divine direction will take you forward. Divine direction will do what? Take you forward. Exodus chapter 14 and verse 14. Exodus chapter 14 and verse 14 says, the Lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace. 
Verse 15. And the Lord said unto Moses, as God's voice, the Lord said unto Moses, Why criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel that they go forward. That's the first value, benefit of divine direction is that your life will be in a forward mode. The voice of God will take you away from the wilderness of backwardness and into the promised land of forwardness. Did you hear that? Let me say it again. Number one, the first benefit of divine direction is that God's leading, God's direction will take you forward. The voice of God will take you away from the wilderness of backwardness and into the promised land of forward progress. Can you say amen? Number two, Divine direction, ladies and gentlemen, or God's leading, will take you out of the holding pattern. Take you out of this cycle of negativity that you find yourself in. And some of you, you your life has been in a holding pattern for a long time. Deuteronomy chapter 2 and verse 2, And the Lord spake unto me, there's that word again, God speaking, saying, you have compassed this mountain long enough, turn you northward. God's voice will take you upwards and onwards and forward. So it will break the holding pattern. It will break the holding pattern. Number three, the third value or the third benefit of hearing the voice of the Lord, ladies and gentlemen, won't you write this down? Divine direction is your access to a life of profit. Your business will have profit. Your career will have profit. Your ministry will have profit. God's guidance divine direction, the leading of the Holy Ghost will take you into profit. Now, where do we get that? Isaiah 48. Isaiah 48, please, in verse 17. Verse 17. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord thy God, which teaches thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that you should go. Oh, if thou hadst hearkened unto me, the following verse says, Thus saith the Lord thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, am the Lord your God 
which teaches you to profit, which leadeth you by the way that you should go. The secret to the supernatural is fasting. Fasting will fast forward your destiny and take you to realms that you have never been before. I want to recommend my book to you, 101 Benefits of Fasting. That book will give you the mechanics and dynamics of fasting. Call 502-523-4407 or go to my website, glenorecchion.org. Call 502-523-4407 and get the 101 Benefits of Fasting. You hear that? Did you hear that? Can you put the following verse? Yes. Verse 18. Oh, that thou hadst hearkened to my commandment. If the, the message Bible says, if you had only, oh, if you had only listened to my voice. If you had only listened to my voice. Ladies and gentlemen, God's leading divine direction will take you, number three, to a life of profit. Can you say amen? Number four, ladies and gentlemen, God's divine direction will open up to you a life of breakthrough. The voice of God, divine direction, divine leading, divine guidance, is your access to a life of breakthrough. Where do we get that? <clears throat> Second Samuel chapter 5 and verse 17 till verse 20. But when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king over Israel, all the Philistines came up to seek David. And David heard of it, and he went down to the hold. Why? The Philistines also came and spread themselves in the valley of Rephaim. Now look at verse 19. And David inquired of the Lord. And I want you to write this down here by verse 19. That's the prayer of inquiries. The prayer of inquiries. Saying, Lord, shall I go up to the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said. And the Lord said. I need you to underline that. David inquired. And the Lord said. And the Lord said, Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hand. And David call, came to Baal Perezim. Now remember, they were spread in the valley of Rephaim. How is it called ba Baal Perezim? And David smote them there and said, The Lord has broken forth upon my enemies before me as the breach of waters. Therefore, he called the name, he called the name of that place Baal Perezim. Ladies and gentlemen, what is the meaning of the word Baal Perezim? It is the Lord of the breakthrough. The Lord of the breakthrough. David's access to breakthrough was due to the fact that he could listen to the voice of God. And in order for him to hear the instruction of God, he had to do two important things. Go down to the hold, separate yourself, and made the prayer of inquiries. 
made the prayer of inquirers. If you are going to have a life of breakthrough, you're going to have to go down to the hold. Shut down all the noises. There are many voices. We just read what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 14. And then accentuate to the voice of God. How? By making the prayer of inquiries. When you make the prayer of inquiries, God will always talk back to you. Can you say amen? Can you say amen? Let me give you one more. Divine guidance. God will cause your life and your light to shine more and more. Proverbs 18, verse 14. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more until the perfect day. Can you say amen? Praise God. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Faith Lift Radio Podcast. For more information about Dr. Glenn and how to offer your financial support, log on to glennarecchion.org.